Hi, Minimal Moves. It's Haruka again.、Um, thanks for coming back to this podcast. Today, I wanted to talk to you about ways I'm transitioning sustainable. So, this is something that's kind of come out throughout this podcast, right?、Um, and I have my sustainable swap series where I feature specific products or specific like, tools that you can incorporate into your life that are sustainable swaps to something else that at least I was using before、um, or I know my friends have been using.、Um, and I Hope that that's, those specific products add value to your life、um, and help you move towards sustainability while also not sacrificing convenience too, too much. But、um, today, in general, I wanted to talk about、um, the kind of mindsets or like sentiments surrounding transitioning sustainable.、Um, granted, I, I, I'll just give you a little bit of background on like the recycling environment I grew up in.、Um, this is something I've touched on again. Before, but、um, so just very briefly, I grew up in Japan.、Um, where I live, we have a very, like, even within Japan, we have a fairly strict recycling system. We're kind of known for it.、Um, kind of proud, but also kind of annoying.、Um, but it's a good thing.、Um, so we have, I think, actually, like, practically,、um, not exaggerating, around 20 categories of recycling. So that can be anything from, I think it's cloth to scrap fabric, fabric, fabric. Okay, that's the right word, right? <laughs>、um, and、um, there's also a category for old paper that's separate from magazines, which are separate from books, I think. Something like that. Um, and um, we have like one specific for, specifically for like plastic containers, and then there's one category for like plastic bottles because they're made from like different types of plastic. And then there's also like plastic wrappers.、Um, there's also newspapers, which you can get toilet papers for in exchange if you like. Uh, give it back to your newspaper company,、um, which I kind of took for granted.、Um, it doesn't happen here, and I'm so startled by it, or was rather.、Um, I'm trying to think of other like funky categories. Oh, you have to pay like five bucks to get rid of any like larger electronics. If it's like super large, I think it's more than that. You need to put like multiple stickers,、um, and like each of those stickers costs 500、um, yen, which is about five bucks,、um, a little less. And trash bags also cost money. So, like, a roll of, I think it's like 20 super tiny trash bags are like five bucks. So, it's like you really, first of all, you really stuff, learn to stuff your like trash bags really, really tight.、Um, but also, you really learn to kind of evaluate and really like have an aversion for bringing in trash into the house just because I know where it's going and like my family is fairly like frugal. Um, and I grew up with this mindset of like, you know, like if you can save that money, why won't you do that?、Um, if you can save that resource, why won't you? So、um, I think that really educated me in a good direction in terms of sustainability.、Um, so I, I just feel like that's kind of a different part of the world that I never really talk about in real life.、Um, so I wanted to give you that like perspective of where I'm coming from.、Um, and then, of course, right now I'm, I'm based in the US. So if you're not based in the US,、um, basically, at least where I live, and I'm sure this is different depending on where you live.、Um, But I'm in the suburbs of Boston, um, and um, basically, the recycling is like you have one big bin for recycling, you have one big bin for trash.、Um, but I live on a college camp, or like live around a college campus rather, and the reality is that people don't necessarily always. Have the opportunity to respect those guidelines.、Um, maybe the trash can is too full, or like, you know, like you are separating, but within the separation, there's some confusion of what you can recycle. Because the recycling is not that specific, if you think about it, it's like recycling or not.、Um, so I feel like that makes it kind of almost harder for people to follow through.、Um, I don't know. I know also in some areas, like I've heard that Seattle has composting curbside pickup, which is super convenient.、Um, 
but I don't know, like, I don't think, I think in my, um, unit, there's, like, a compost, and you can, like, turn on the switch and turn it on, but then I don't know what else to do with that, so I just kind of, like, try to, um, not use it too much because I've, I'm terrified of clogging up the sink, um, which would be really bad because we're only here for, like, a couple, like, a half year or so left, um, and yeah, uh, so that's kind of a very different environment that I'm in right now. Um, I've also lived in college dorms, so that was kind of out of my control. Like I could, I could separate it, but then they would like collect it in a big bin, or like it really depended on circumstances. So I just kind of talked through that to say like a lot of it is dependent on the situation you live in. It's not your fault, you know, that you don't have like compost or curbside pickup, say, or you don't have twenty categories of recycling. Like that's kind of beyond your control. Um, of course, there's activism that you can do and engage in. And I encourage you to do so, of course, if you have the time and energy to do so. Um, but I wanted to kind of talk through ways in the U.S. that I'm transitioning sustainable because definitely when I came here about, I think, seven or so years ago um, for schooling, I began to get accustomed to the U.S. kind of mindset of, like, you can throw things away. It was really convenient because I lived in dorms. Like, I didn't really... I think I took trash out to the dumpsters, but, like, that was right behind their door. Like, that was super easy. Um, and it was like no stress. I didn't need to pay for like every single small trash bag that I used, of course. Um, and yeah, so I think I definitely slacked off a little bit. Also, food waste is something that I saw a lot in the dining halls. And there's this mindset of like you shouldn't eat what you like, what your body doesn't want. And like I agree with that, but I also think that you shouldn't take what your body doesn't want, right? And then I think a lot of my friends are really good at respecting that. But that's also something that you kind of figure out as you mature and. Um, so I've definitely contributed to food waste as well, and I know that a lot of my peers have as well. Um, so there are a lot of, like, aspects of waste, and it also is entangled with privilege and, like, what resources you have and things like that. So I definitely want to acknowledge that. That said, um, here, I think there are ways that you can be mindful, and I think there are incremental changes. Um, this will be less, like, what I think you should do, and more so how my mindset has changed and the trajectory of it. So I feel like I started off with kind of easing into, wow, this is really convenient that I can just put all my recycling in one place. What? Like that I don't need to pay for trash bags, huh? Like I think those were kind of my initial sentiments uh, when I moved to boarding school. And then um, as I moved back to, I mean, I think my most wasteful point was probably like my first year in college where... I really did not have any time, so I was taking food to go, um, especially my second semester, because I, like, actually had class from 9, I think it was from 9.30 a.m. to, like, 10.15 p.m., um, which is kind of ridiculous, but, like, non-stop, except, like, I would have, like, 30, 20, 30 minutes to, like, move from one place to another, but, like, that was the max I had, so I would, like, you know, have to eat breakfast, and then I would grab, like, lunch and dinner to go, something like that, like, it was some, like, ridiculous schedule, and I'm sure a lot of people who work or, like, have classes might have some similar circumstance, maybe a little different right now, but, so that meant that I was taking a lot of food to go, which means, of course, like, containers, and, like, you have limitations, especially when you're, like, on campus on, like, how intensively you can clean things. And so I definitely am sure I have contributed either to recycling contamination or um, throwing things in the trash, which maybe if they were, like, cleaned a little bit more intensively or weren't dirtied as much could have gone into the recycling, like, things like that. Um so, and I was also, like, sleeping a very small amount, um, as you might have heard in my previous podcast, so that meant that I really didn't have the mental space to really be thinking through that, like, that was not, like, getting through the day was my priority, not so much being sustainable and mindful about the waste I was producing, 
um so there's that um I also so so that um is my kind of like my worst point in terms of sustainability um right now it's not like I'm any sane or anything like that um I especially my decluttering process it kind of annoys me how I do need to toss out a lot of things and they all go into the same bag and I I feel very weird about it because in Japan I would be like oh this would be in that category this would be in that category right um and decluttering is where that feels most prominent because normally in my day-to-day trash there might be some paper that I throw out or like I don't know some some like bag that I throw out maybe but I don't really have a lot of like large item or like substantial item recycling but now I'm seeing a good number of it um and while I try to repurpose them or like sell them um selling is a really sustainable option um I know it feels like a little bit petty to sell something for like a couple bucks but that's actually better because the people who pick it up are motivated to use it and that's why they're spending their money on it um that's just like a quick tidbit but um as I try to do that um I try to give them to friends that I think will get a use out of it um and encourage them to pass them on to someone else if they don't um stuff like that so that's kind of what I'm trying to do um and in terms of like purchases um I'm so I'm fairly frugal as well um so I think that that helps me make sure that like you know I'm not buying extra food that I'm gonna just toss out it of course happens um because I'm such a klutzy human being and like struggle to make those things work I guess I don't know um but still like I um like if I know that say I don't know what's a good example like I'm not gonna use the meat necessarily within the week like I'll just freeze it just in case um granted that's also an energy intensive process and not the best thing to do but I would rather that than waste that like whole pack of meat um I go to stop and shop lately and they have like huge packages of meat and I don't know what's up with that that's also kind of like a actually cultural phenomenon as well I'll talk about it because it's relevant um so in the u.s you find a lot of super large portion things whether it's at the restaurant or like when you're purchasing things like in stores um you have a lot of bulk items um and well when i say bulk items i don't think it's what people refer to in the sustainable world so i think in the sustainable world they refer to things that you can like portion off of so you can like buy by the gram or like the liter or whatever or whatever u.s unit you want to like a pound i guess or like whatever you know you want to use um but when i say bulk i mean like large items so like instead of having like two or three dollars worth of meat they would sell like 10 15 20 dollars worth of meat and that's like huge and heavy and that might make sense for like households but if you're an individual person especially like if you're a college person um college age or young professional and maybe you're only cooking for yourself then that's a lot of like product to get through um and at least for me i meal prep at the start of the week um and then i just like eat kind of the same meal at least that's what i've been doing lately um and well and that's also kind of a sustainability move that i've sort of developed in response to those packaging as well because um i mean it does save me a lot of time um it's also better for the earth because um well actually i don't know that 100 percent, but i think it's better for the earth because you're like using these stovetops like only once um while you are storing those food then in the fridge um, but i still think it's a little bit better if you're doing it that way i'm not super sure though um but in terms of like making sure you're getting through all your resources that you're bringing into your space like it helps me like i get this like huge huge tub of spinach i and then this like huge container of like chicken say um and then i have this like i mean it's a relatively small bag of rice i would argue but also like compared to like super small bags that i've seen in like whole foods or um uh, be fresh or wherever um it's it's much more reasonable um size bag of rice and then i take those and then make it for the week and then i have like 
somewhere between like usually six to ten meals and i'm sure a lot of people would get bored i also get bored and it's super annoying but i mean i i'm very grateful that i get to nourish myself with like those simple ingredients and like it's easier to just reheat that um and it saves my time saves me money um all that um so that's what i try to do um obviously like this does not work for everyone it doesn't even really fully work for me if i'm being honest because i yeah um i i like portion things off also so i I portion things off into tupperware and then i reheat those tupperware in the microwave which is not good for your body necessarily either unless it's like um glass tupperware i think um but yeah that's that's my current solution if anyone has any better ideas i'd love to know um because this definitely this system can be improved um but i've definitely heard of people who also like pre-make those meals and then freeze them um and like that's a great way because then you can make like multiple sets of meals just freeze them and then you can like mix and pick whichever one works better for you i just would like worry that i would forget about it or like it would go kind of like bland or stale and i would just get like even more detached from it and i don't want to like my whole point is to not waste food and not waste resources so like i i haven't really done that yet but i know that um a lot of people like in japan especially like freeze a lot of rice because that's like a base of a lot of meals um and that's just like good ways to make your life easier um I I will say, like, meal prep is a very good aspect to kind of talk through because that's something that I think a lot of people do wind up having to do, like, either buying some sort of grocery and eating it at home or, like, meal prepping, Um, and I think one good thing to do is if you can buy those bigger items... And if you are going to buy, like, consume those items anyway, like, not buying them and then forcing yourself to consume them, but rather, like, if you are going to, say, if you're going to buy $10 worth of meat in a week anyway, it's better to buy the bigger package because then you're saving, like, the individual packaging. Um, same goes for, like, things like spinach. So now what I do is I buy this, like, huge tub and I share it with one of my housemates sometimes. Um, or I just, like, I don't know, intentionally get through a lot of spinach because it's good for my body, um, and, like, that's, I still think, better than, like, getting, like, multiple smaller tubs of it, even though the, like, plastic container is kind of, like, upsettingly substantial, um, but, yeah, um, other things that I try to intentionally do, I mean, it's not really, this was not really a major transition for me at all because I never really drank, like, Coke, Pepsi, any, like, carbonated drinks that needed to come in, I think they need to come in, like, cans or bottles, right, I think, See, like, you can tell by my lack of knowledge, I don't really even know. I'll have one, like, if someone offers me one. Um, they're enjoyable for sure, but I don't really go out and buy them. Um, same goes for, like, bottled water. Like, if I do get them at an event, I'll save them because, like, I come from, you know, Japan and um, we have an earthquake preparation mentality and especially with COVID and, like, extreme weathers and whatnot, it's just, like, nice to have a few extra. So I'll, like, stock up on those, but I won't, like, go out of my way to buy them because, like, that's just not really... That's, like, you know, the major, like, sustainable person, like, stickler point is, like, water bottles. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, for good reason, like, they're wasteful. But, of course, it depends on your circumstances and what, like, your water quality is and what your accessibility is and whatnot. Um, let's see. Okay, so there are things like stasher bags or... There are a lot of sustainable trends that I love so much um, and that I wish I could afford to switch to. Um, so those are things like uh, stasher bags, like metal container um, lunch boxes versus like I have like plastic ones, but they don't even function very well. Um, or like what else? Like, oh, cotton rounds, um, bamboo toothbrushes, sustainable floss, um, like, the, like the list goes on. So, so, so many 
like layers even within even within like any product that you possess really there's usually like a sustainable swap there's like um or sustainable makeup brand sustainable skincare like sustainable paper honestly like anything um as much as i would love to transition sustainable in like every single one of those dimensions a like i have the things already that i can get through b when i do need to repurchase things like i was kind of thinking about going sustainable for my floss but then like the price difference is insane between um sustainable products and um like your average one of the mill like you know those like cheapest ones that you can find in stores that are like store brand or whatever yeah i go for those um and the the difference is just way too astronomical astronomical like you could get um six times as much or maybe even more with like three quarters of the price of like one sustainable version of it um so like there's financial constraints for sure um and also at the end of the day um the most sustainable thing you can do as a lot of like sustainable youtubers um i'm gonna try to like accredit them properly so i think it's like uh shelby i think they recently changed their youtube channel name to like shelby and like their partner name but if you look up shelby and sustainable you'll find them and then another one is sedona christina um i i really love their channels both um but they always say like if you can use up whatever you have then that's the most sustainable thing you can do and for sure that's the case so i mean that's what i also try to do if i like already have i don't know what i'm trying to think of like oh like one good example is i have a lot of like um what are those called grocery bags or like reusable bags um and i get them at events i don't really buy them um i get them like alongside something whatever it is i get hand-me-downs from random friends as well for some reason um and i love them and they all have personality and i mean they may not be like my brand necessarily but it doesn't like it's the, the best thing you can do is using what you have so that's what i try to do um so yeah i think that those are kind of the so so that is a really key principle that i try to live by is like using what i have repurposing what i have um and i'm sure this is a controversial point in terms of like repurposing um and i mean like one thing is oh i never buy gift bags and i'm sure i've mentioned this before as well um and will again because i think this is really important it's one of the things that i find really like strange when like i mean not that it's like a bad thing obviously it's coming from a great place of your heart where you want to make your gifts look the best as possible you want your receiver to have the best experience possible um and i get it like they're pretty but i don't get the i don't really fundamentally understand why you would like spend like a dollar to like a couple dollars anymore i have done that as well uh, but i don't get why you would spend that money on gift bags um when you could spend that money extra on the gift itself like that's one way to look at it or you could save that money and resource um and like donate really do anything with it like feed yourself some food feed whoever your gift recipient is like a cup of coffee or whatever um so i really don't get gift bags and especially because like i'm the type of person i will forever keep gift bags and it's kind of a problem and like now i'm going through them and like actually using them to gift people instead of forever hanging on to them and like loving them in my heart um but um i've noticed that people just throw them out and that was also like mind-boggling to me like i i I would see these beautiful bags and they would just go to the trash and i would be like wait what (laughs) um you know uh so um not to say that there's anything specifically bad with that i don't want to be one of those like straw people in that the people who are staunchly against straws which is definitely a good point like plastic straws which is a good point but like you know if you're against plastic straws you better be against like 
non-reusable other things too like plastic containers plastic bags that don't get reused like um or like um i've heard about like the mask straps being bad for the environment whatever it is um so i i see consistency but i i digress um but yeah so like even in dimensions of like gifting um i'm sure your friends will understand if you're like also people really enjoy like for some reason newspaper wrapping um and that's like a fun thing to do for christmas so you take like old newspapers i try to save like monumental day newspapers so i had like two copies of the obama um re-election day i think front page of like the new york times or whatever that was um i this year i saved the first day of the semester like uh campus publication um and i think i might have already used that for wrapping um stuff like that so there are like various ways you can just reuse what you already have um and those are like small small steps but i think i truly believe that like making those incremental changes like each person making whatever change they're able to do really makes a difference um and holy moly this is becoming a long podcast as well and i totally intended for this to be a short one but i actually don't know if like shorter is better or longer is better so i guess it works um but yeah, so those are like the various small things that I think about in sustainability. Obviously, I am far from pro- perfect. I don't think really anyone can be perfect unless you're like one of those like super extreme people. But even then, I feel like it comes with a lot of privilege to be able to do so. So then like, how are you reckoning with that privilege, you know? So with that, I am planning to end this podcast. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope you're able to shift sustainable in ways that are feasible for your lifestyle and for your circumstances. Um, I'll see you later, Minimal Moose.